This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Friday, the 2nd of September. In your sport today, Serena can't be stopped at the US Open. The Lions win an AFL Finals epic. The Eels seal a top four spot. And the Aussies name a bolter for the T20 World Cup. This is your sport today. Kicking things off today is tennis and, of course, Serena Williams at the US Open. Uh, Serena put in a vintage performance to beat world number two Annette Contivate in three sets yesterday morning. And Luce, she's going to face an Aussie in the next round. Yeah, she's going to play Australia's number one Isla Tomljanovic in the third round on centre court this Saturday morning Aussie time. Serena had to get past Condivate to get there and she really put on a show for the jam-packed crowd at Arthur Ashe Stadium. She won the first set in a tiebreak 7-6, but then it got a bit tight when Condivate won the second set pretty easily 6-2. It did look like we were in for a thriller in the third, but then Serena went up a level to win the set 6-2. The US Open is set to be Serena's last match before retirement, but after the win, she said she's still got a little left to give and exclusively revealed that she's a pretty good player. (laughs) Yeah, a bit of breaking news there from the 23-time Grand Slam champion. No time to rest for Serena because she's playing in the doubles this morning with sister Venus in the first round. Nick Kyrgios is also playing in the doubles this morning. That's with Tanasi Kokonakis. Kyrgios is still in the singles though because he's into the third round. Loose, it was vintage Serena yesterday and it was also vintage Kyrgios. Yeah, he was really quiet in his first round win over his best mate Kokonakis, but yesterday it was the Kyrgios of old. He beat France's Benjamin Bonzi in the second round and things looked pretty comfortable when he was up two sets to love. He complained to the chair umpire about a fan smoking marijuana in the second set, but it didn't seem to bother him too much. But the wheels started to fall off in the third set. He argued with himself and his team as things got tight. He lost the third set and was looking like it was going to go to a fifth set, but he reeled off nine straight points to win at the fourth and the match. He said after the win, he's putting extra pressure and stress on himself since making the Wimbledon final. He says he knows he can make slam finals and he really wants to win one. So he's eating better, training harder and being the most professional of his career. Yeah, he says he doesn't know who he is these days. Well, He's going to play American J.J. Wolf in the third round. Uh, that'll likely be on Saturday morning, probably after the Serena Tomljanovic match. Uh, you can watch the U.S. Open on 9GEM and Stand Sport each morning. Last night, we had the first AFL final, and what an epic it was. Uh, the Brisbane Lions beat the Richmond Tigers by two points. It came right down to the wire loose. Both teams had chances to win it, but it was the Lions who got the win. Footy finals don't get much better than this, Sam. There were <laughs> oh, yeah. 32 goals, 17 lead changes, and of course, a bit of controversy as the Lions won 106 to 104. The Lions had won just one of their past six finals in the last three years, and things didn't start well when they lost their ruckman Oscar McInerney to concussion inside the first two minutes. But the Lions stayed in it, and it was neck and neck right up until the end when there was a 
bit of controversy. Tom Lynch for the Tigers, he took a mark 15 metres out and then his shot on goal sailed over the top of the goalpost. The goal umpire, he thought it was a goal, but asked for it to be checked by the score review system and with no clear evidence, the shot was overturned and was called a behind. It meant the Lions were down by just four points and moments later, Joe Danaher kicked a scrappy goal to win the game. Yep, he went from zero to hero. He uh, cost a goal earlier on, but then kicked the match winner. What a game it was. It had everything, and I've put a link to the highlights in the show notes for you to check out. The result means the Tigers are out, and the Lions will play the loser of tonight's game between the Demons and the Swans at the MCG. Loose your Swans. Good luck tonight. Thank you. The Rugby League now and the top four of the NRL ladder is set. After the Eels beat the Storm last night in Parramatta, Luce, it sets up a massive qualifying final next week. Good luck trying to get a ticket to Blue Bet Stadium next week because it's <laughs> going to be Penrith playing Parramatta in a Western Sydney Derby for the first time ever in the finals. The Eels beat the Storm at 22-14 last night at home to lock up fourth place and play the minor premiers Penrith in week one of the finals. It was Parramatta's fourth straight win over Melbourne and it means the Storm will finish fifth and play either Canberra or Brisbane next week at home. It's the first time since 2014 that the Storm haven't finished in the top four, and in that year, they got knocked out in week one of the finals. Yep, not a great omen for Storm fans, but they will get back halfback Jerome Hughes from injury. Plenty of big games on this weekend, none bigger than tonight's match between the Roosters and the Rabbitohs at the new Allianz Stadium in Sydney. And because the Eels won, the Roosters and Rabbitohs will play each other again next weekend in an elimination final. Today's trivia question brought to you by the League Live app. Name the team that knocked out the Storm way back in 2014, the last time they didn't make the top four. Give us a clue, Luce. Well, this team is one of the teams not playing finals this year. Good clue, Luce. Uh, Check out the NRL ladder for a bit of a hand in that one. Uh, Find out the answer at the end of the show. To cricket news now, and Australia has named its squad for the men's T20 World Cup that's being held here in Australia next month. Uh, Luce, we've got a bolter. We've got a bolter. If there's anything we love to see in these announcements, <laughs> it's a bolter. Yep. And that bolter is Hobart Hurricanes big hitter, Tim David. He's made a name for himself hitting huge sixes in various T20 competitions around the world. In fact, he hits a boundary every four and a half balls he faces. He's 26 and he was born in Singapore to Australian parents and moved to Perth when he was two. But he's actually played 14 internationals for Singapore, but is allowed to represent Australia at the World Cup. David comes in for leg spinner Mitchell Swepson as the only change to the squad that won the World Cup in the UAE last year. Now all the Aussie selectors have to do is find a way to get him in the starting 11. Yeah, they've spoken about it and they say it's a tough ask, but that's why they're on the big bucks loose. (laughs) Uh, The T20 squad will get together for a tour of India later this month as the preparation ramps up for the World Cup, which starts in October on home soil. Tug of war has been around since the ancient times. It was even Olympic sport early on, but recently you kind of only see it at schools, birthday parties, or TV shows like Squid Game. Uh, Well, we can tell you it's a proper thing here in Australia, and there's a new national champion. 
Yeah, a team from Woolgoolga, which is near Coffs Harbour on the New South Wales mid-north coast, won the men's open weight title on the weekend in Brisbane. They beat the Brisbane Bulldogs for the title and they had a few advantages on their side. Captain Michael Singh says his team is full of farmers that are used to grit, toughness and resilience. They also had the experience of Singh's father, who was on the Wulgulga team when they last won the title back in 1992. Singh says tug of war isn't about strength. He says it's a bit like playing chess by using different strategies and not showing your moves early. And it worked because they're national champs. It did. It sounds like it's a bit of a cross between Squid Game and the Queen's Gambit. Uh, mm-hmm. If we're combining some Netflix shows there, Lou. So we used to do the whole one, two, three pull thing. Sometimes it worked, but we are not professionals. Uh, there's a link to the winning event in the show notes for you to check out. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye. What's coming up? Big weekend of sport, loose. Uh, I've got my on two things in particular, two Aussie games. Tomorrow in Brisbane, the Matildas play Canada in the first of a couple of friendlies. That one kicks off at 2.45 Australian Eastern Standard Time. The Matildas, of course, building towards that World Cup next year. And then later on that night at 7.30, the Wallabies play the Springboks in Sydney at the new Allianz Stadium. I'm going there tonight to check it out to watch the Roosters play. The Rabbitohs uh, can't wait. Luce, what about you? Well, there's even more women's sport on this weekend. Round two of the AFLW kicks off at the MCG tonight. And then round three of the NRLW is also this weekend. And that starts with the Roosters taking on the Dragons. Too much sport, Luce. I don't know how we get through it. Lots of screens, <laughs> lots of replays. Uh, oh, yeah. Before we go, the answer to today's trivia question brought to you by the League Live app. Who knocked out the Melbourne Storm the last time they didn't make the top four back in 2014? Uh, Lucy, you said this team won't be playing finals this year. Who is it? It's the Bulldogs. Yes, it's the Bulldogs. They knocked out the Storm 28-4 to back in 2014. What an incredible run by the Storm. Uh, all right, that is us done for this week on Sport Today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really hope you're enjoying the show. Uh, have a great weekend. Try and watch as much sport as possible. Listen, I'll be back with you on Monday. We'll catch you then.